Good morning, Jonathan, and all the CCFM listeners. It's such a privilege to be back again with you this morning for my third part of my story of hope. I'm Claire Brower, and I just want to um, recap where we left off, um, and that is that my mother-in-law had seen a fortune tile at the beginning of our marriage. And just to explain, I never knew about this, and it was only years later that she started telling me little bits about what was said. It was never the full thing, so... It was only with this fifth pregnancy that it came to light that I was meant to have a certain amount of children and the order. Before that, it was just whether we'd get divorced or not or other little bits and pieces of information. And I always said, I don't want to hear, I don't want to know. Um, but yeah, so she then said, well, I know this one's a boy because that's what was told to me. And um, we just trusted that the Lord knew better. And the Lord had already... He'd already seen this life and formed this life, and he knew whether it was supposed to be a boy or a girl, and we trusted him on that. Um, with this pregnancy, I phoned my midwife and said, would you be willing to support me again um, for long distance? And she said, no, this time I'm flying to you. You came to me, and that's my turn to come to you. And we had an amazing time of fellowship um, with her just before the birth, and we planned a home birth, which by this stage I was comfortable to do with my midwife because... I had such a trust in her, and if she was there, then I knew I could I could do the home birth thing. And got a really good doula that um, also lovely Christian lady, and really had the dream team of um, for my birth that just com- comprising of so many beautiful Christian women that are surrounding me in prayer and not just support. And that was a, a it was a very special time. We asked my children to, my older children, if they would like to be present at the birth. We gave them the choice, and they both were like, well, we're not too sure, but yeah, we'll come along. Um, And my older son then got given the honor of announcing whether it would be a boy or a girl. And I just want to quickly share that I had a desire to have a birth photographer at my birth, but I I knew it wasn't in the budget and that we couldn't afford to have a birth photographer on top of everything. And um, I just didn't say anything to anybody, but God knew. And actually, a photographer reached out and offered to do my birth for me for free because she needed a birth in order to qualify as a birth photographer. And so just how God was in the details. So I've got the most beautiful photos and memories of, of this birth. And the Lord blessed me with a pain-free supernatural childbirth. Um, it, it was an incredible experience. And, and once baby was born in the water, my son then announced, it's a girl. And my husband and I just burst into tears because, you know, the Lord had broken those words. This was the symbolic for us of the Lord has done it. He's dealt with everything that was spoken that wasn't from him. And so we named her Sarah, which means God's princess, because he's sovereign and Lord of Lord and King of Kings. Um, and so then a year later, um, we found ourselves pregnant again. Um, and I have to say that even from my third child, my you know some people in my family weren't that supportive of me having any more children. And so... It wasn't always met with joy, each each pregnancy announcement. And by now, pre- being pregnant with number five, you know, people stopped really congratulating you or knowing what to say. Um, and it's not the same as, as when you have your second and your third and everyone's so excited. It was more, oh, no, not again. And really? And yeah, so it, the negativity was something that I 
had to try and protect myself from constantly. And people don't mean to, but it is something that's so counterculture that they just don't know how to respond. But even those closest to us um, had very strong opinions about us trusting the Lord for our family size. And at times it was got quite difficult to, to keep our eyes focused on what the Lord had told us and to not let those voices become louder than His. And so it was really, it was sometimes we had to really go against some strong opposition and just go, no, we, we heard correctly. The Lord is still asking us to do this, even if nobody else got that revelation. Um, and just trusting what he had said was true. Um, it was the year 2016 and my husband's work contracts had all but dried up. And so it was a very tough year. And then towards the, the last half of my pregnancy, he got a contract, but it took him to Sudan. So he was away for the last half of my pregnancy. So I was left looking after five children and uh, the youngest being barely not even a year old. She was just over a year and still very little. And I was heavily pregnant. So it was quite a tough time where the Lord was dealing with a lot of things in my life. And it was quite a a dark stormy time for me emotionally I was going through a lot and um, so I then um, had to keep just looking to the Lord and and seeking what it was that he wanted from me and I kept just feeling like the Lord saying to me will you still praise me even in this dark place will you still praise me even when it doesn't seem like there's much to praise so when Judah was born and he was Again, a home birth. Uh, my husband heard Hillel, his name must mean praise. And he came to me and said, I've got this name that the Lord gave me, but it doesn't fit our other names. But I know that his name must mean praise. And I said, well, Judah means praise. Judah means I will praise God. And it was fitting. That was his name. So we named him Judah. And um, my husband had, had come back from Sudan at this point, but there was still no work in the future. Nothing more lined up. There was a little thing here or there, but nothing consistent. And by the time we got to 2017 um, and I found out I was pregnant again, at this point, there was absolutely no work. And it was a very t- tough road to walk, knowing that you've got a, another baby on the way and the income has all but dried up. But the Lord was faithful and we knew that he was in it. Um, in my 34th week of pregnancy, I found out that I had a condition called placenta previa. So all my my natural plans of, of giving birth had to get laid down. And what was overwhelming with this pregnancy was how the Lord gently got me to lay down all my plans and hopes and desires for how I wanted things to go and to rather let him take control. And so the first thing was laying down the, the natural birth. I had to have a cesarean and then I couldn't go and have the cesarean at the place I wanted to. We couldn't afford that. So we then had to go government, the government route. But just how the Lord prepared our hearts for this and went before us, it was just such an incredible, you could see he was in it. And um, my baby was born at 35 weeks, a week after finding out that I had the condition. I started hemorrhaging and we rushed through to Hrutaskid and he was born later that morning. We knew it was going to be a little boy. 
and um, we stayed in hospital five days and then came home together. And we really started seeking the Lord, Lord, what what was what is this baby's name? And after you know spending some time in prayer and just talking to each other and bouncing a few ideas around and. Um, Back when my son was born, Noah, my third son was born, I had a dream and God had given me a name in the dream for my son. And every time I had a son or a child, I thought that maybe this baby, it's this baby that that name is for. And it never fitted. It never seemed right. And my husband would go, no, 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 not that name. So we then got the name Ezra, which means God is my helper. And that seems to fit because God had helped us all the way along every step of the way of this journey. So we named our little boy Ezra, but we added an H to the end of his name, just to put God's name in, that, that it's God's helper. And um, when I left Kutuskid, they all the doctors, all the nurses, really tried hard to convince me, please get sterilized, use contraception. If you don't, we'll see you back here a year from now. Well, I didn't have peace about that. And at this point, there was the the... the pressure and the concern of loved ones around me for my safety now in having another pregnancy and out of love was overwhelming um really not happy to to let me continue increasing my family size but again my husband and I did not have peace that we could lay it down and um, we continued just trusting the Lord so when Ezra was nine months old I found out I was pregnant again and I was really believing that this time around everything would be okay and I started trying to find care providers to help walk the journey with me and again the Lord was so gracious he led me to doctors that were so fully supportive of my journey but we found out at quite early on in the pregnancy that my placenta was low again but you can't you can't actually diagnose a placenta previa until twenty eight weeks because until that point it's just it's just low it could still stretch and move up and out of the way. But at my twenty eight week scan, not only did I have placenta previa, but I had a condition called placenta accreta, where the placenta grows through scar tissue, and it becomes morbidly adherent to the uterus that when you try and detach the placenta you hemorrhage and bleed out so this was now a very serious complication in the pregnancy and for this pregnancy I kept it quiet for as long as possible that I was pregnant not because I was ashamed to be pregnant but just to protect this little life from all the negativity and negative comments that people might say that I just wanted to enjoy being pregnant and I didn't tell anybody except the very, very nearest and dearest. Hardly anybody knew about the accreta. Um, I didn't even tell my own parents until the day I was hospitalized, which was from 29 weeks up until the birth of my son. I was in hospital and stayed there in case I would stop bleeding. They didn't want me to be <coughs> at home. It would be too dangerous to try and get me to hospital. So I just had to stay and live in Hotel Hütteskid for the long term. And I was determined to make it a really good stay. And um, I just was, I took a lot of things to do. I would 
have keep myself busy. I've made sure I get dressed every day. I was friendly to everybody and spoke to all the patients and just try to be encouraging to everybody because we were all there for a high-risk situation. Nobody in there was there because everything was okay. So there was a lot of that you could just sit and be anxious for, and I really didn't want that. And um, spent a lot of time in prayer and listening to podcasts and sermons and just seeking the Lord and being grateful for the time that I got to soak in His Word and and just that I normally in my busy life would not be able to do. I was determined to make the most of the situation. Um, and I, I had been praying about the baby's name and at 20 weeks, the Lord said, it's this baby, the name I gave you, it's for this one. And the Lord confirmed it through my daughter. And I said to my husband, you know the name of this baby and Ayla's been given the name too so it's definitely for this one and I shared the name with him and he went yes yes it's this one so our little boy's name was Josiah which means um, God supports and God has healed so I knew I was going to be okay despite the doctors telling me they were very very worried about what would happen um, I knew that God would would protect me and I I lost almost all my blood volume during the delivery of my baby but I came out okay and he came out okay even born premature at 32 weeks he is absolutely perfect and uh, in fact my husband had a job interview the morning of his birth everybody waited until um, he could get there and I had a friend working in the hospital who the Lord just so orchestrated to have her as the pediatrician in the delivery room being the first person to touch Josiah and she is a believer and prayed for him the whole time so we were just so blessed to to have the Lord put the right people in at the right time and um, I can see that we're running out of time again and I still have more to share so I am going to pick up the rest of the story tomorrow morning thank you so much for listening